Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. How many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost next time you win. Steaming, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? Welcome to a brand new Ike Live show here on a wonderful Wednesday. To my right, the co-host and crushed of the show, the one and only, the Dean, Pete Glusick. How you doing tonight, Pete? Man, I'm good. See you rocking the Phillies hat a lot lately. You want to talk a little bit about that? Man, the first place. Yeah. You know, we got uh, a couple new big sticks got, over there. We got Bryce Harper, uh, yes. number three, Jake's yeah. new favorite ball player. Yeah. Jake's playing baseball okay. right now, so we're having fun watching the field. I want to put you on the spot. When will professional bass fishing get to the level where its pros are paid like like Harper? That, that That's not happening already? <laughs> I don't think it's happening. You, you didn't get $10.5 million for that big trophy? No. No, I didn't get anything for that trophy. Man, I thought all you guys were making millions. No, I'm not making that much. Uh, <laughs> listen to me. I'm so glad you tuned in tonight. You're, we're going to make your Wednesday fun. You're going to laugh. You're going to be excited. You may even cry before the, the show is over. we got a great show lined up for you tonight. Join us via Skype tonight, Pete. Back-to-back, two-time elite winner, a very young guy in the sport, mm. But obviously very talented. Brandon Cobb is going to join us. Very excited. Amazing. Almost back-to-back. Almost back-to-back. Winya Bay got in the way. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Sort yeah. of back-to-back. Oh, so we, we, we don't need to have him on then. <laughs> no, no, no. We, I still want him on. Yeah. Two, out, two right. out of three. Two That's out of three. pretty, pretty right. damn that strong. Bad. That's almost back-to-back. <laughs> uh, also being joined by an amazing in-studio guest. Met him today. Uh, really good guy. Great fisherman. Jeff Little from Torquedo is joining us right here on the casting couch tonight. Going to be talking about... Torquedo, the motor, electric motor, I really saw it. cool concept. We're going to get mm-hmm. into it. Uh, it's not the trolling motor that you bass guys know about. Something different. Whole new concept. Uh, very interesting. Also, in the third segment, Pete, we got Ryan Lambert joining us, and and we're going to be talking a little controversy <gasps> going on in the uh. kayak world right now. <laughs> and uh, you know, kayak fishing's big. I, I'm a big kayak fisher myself, and I love it. And we've got a little controversy there as well. A lot of good stuff, too. Good stuff, too. So we're going to be talking about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, before we get into the show, let me run down a list of the sponsors that make this show possible. Couldn't do it without these guys. Of course, Mystery Tackle Box, the title sponsor 
of Ike Live. Uh, Liquid Mayhem, Flambo, Real Snot, Dr. Squatch, Primal Urge Foods, Tackle Warehouse, Founders Beer, mm-hmm. and last but not least, did I say Primal Urge Foods? I said it twice be. because that's how important it is. That's how delicious it's, it's it is. It's really <laughs> delicious. Uh, all these great sponsors, if you go to IkeLive.com, you're going to see promo codes for every single one. Almost. Uh, almost. <laughs> also brought to you, I, I did uh, miss one, TH Marine, uh, big giant sponsor of Ike Live from day one. Go to IkeLive.com. You're going to see a lot of amazing promo codes there for our sponsors. Uh, thank you guys for supporting the show. Yes. It's going to be a really good show. Before I get into the thrust of the show, we do have some special guests that just stepped in, Brian DeCarpenter. We didn't even know these guys were coming in, but let me introduce them real quick because I know they got obligations going on. And, <laughs> and, and this guy, he, he's a star in his own right. I think he's going to a concert over in Philly a little later tonight performing uh, in front of thousands of fans. But we've got Jake the Snake. Jake, come on in. Come on in, Jake. Right, Jake look, the snake. right there. Look right there. And that, uh, and that one right there. Look right there. Okay, come over here, and you're going to use my mic. Real quick, I just want to give you a quick interview. Uh, Jake, first of all, uh, how old are you, Jake? Eight. Jake, you're eight. Now, how I, I noticed you, you're big into rock and roll. You're a kind of a superstar. How did you get into this? Well, first I was thinking about it, and all of a sudden I was like, yes. So you were thinking about it, and then you were like, yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, I think that's amazing. Uh, what, one last question I have before I let you go to your concert. How do you, how do you feel about fishing? Well, I mean, some fish are pretty cool. Well, some fish are pretty cool. There you have it. Jake the Snake, everybody. Thank you, Jake. Okay. Can I ask Jake a question? Yeah, ask a question. Jake, would you do us a favor and uh, teach Brian the Carpenter some of your on-the-mic skills, please? <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jake the Snake. Oh, he's going back to teach Brian. Thank you. And, and also, our second guest joining us, I think she's originally from Hollywood, now living in L.A. or New York City. We've got the one and only. She's very beautiful. You know her from uh, Fletcher Studios, 1936. Uh, <laughs> Betty Boop. Betty Boop, everybody. <laughs> Betty Boop, come and sit and have an interview real quick. Come over here, Betty. How you doing? Come on. Uh, come over here and sit. Betty, i got to ask you. I know you've been an actress and you've been in, in theater and, and such, and cartoons for a lot of years. How did you get into acting and, and theater? Um. Well, I just... Like singing and acting when I grow up. Oh, there you have it. You like singing and acting when you grow up. I, I like that. What is your signature, what would you call your signature dance move or signature move that you have for the public? I don't know the signature move. Like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you known as? What's your favorite dance move or singing move? The Running Man. The Running Man. Okay, give us the Running Man oh, right yeah. here, and then we're going to let you get back to back to your theater. Yep, give us a little Running Man. Go ahead. There goes Betty Boop, everybody. Thank you, Miss Betty Boop. I love you. Have fun in, in, in L.A. or wherever you're going. It was awesome. Thank you. Wow, special guest, Pete. That Always joining. Man, it's crazy. We draw all, we draw the best. We draw the I best. Like it's, un- it's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, before we get... Oh, thank you. I've got a fish coming back to me. <laughs> I know what that thing is. Is that a permit? Pompano. Pompano? I okay. Know. It looks like a permit. <laughs> Gizzard. Uh, a gizzard shed. Big giant gizzard. Good night. Good night, Betty. Um, before we get to tonight's show, Pete, we always do this. want to thank our military uh, men and women, active and veterans. Thank you for what you do. It's a crazy world. Also, a uh, uh, special thank you to our uh, police officers, uh, EMT, firemen, uh, doctors. Thank you. Oh, all you guys. Thank you. 
It's awesome. Uh, not Bright, lawyers. Not lawyers. Not no, lawyers. No, not lawyers. <laughs> a special shout out to not lawyers. Not lawyers, yeah. <laughs> we want to remind everybody before the show starts that we really do want to hear from you. Your input's a big part of the show. Lots of ways to get in touch with us and comment. Of course, the IM instant messaging right there next to your screen. You could also hit us up on our social media feeds at Ike Live Show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, uh, Brian, we're also, let me, real quick while we're here. Do it. We're going to be giving away surprises tonight, yes. including uh, in the third segment. We're, yeah, for, for the people on Facebook, we're going yeah. to give one of these away. Like and share this Facebook feed tonight and win one of these bags. Yes, listen to me. You see this? We're going to be giving away a few of these tonight. The first one is if you're watching on Facebook, like and share the feed. You're going to win one of these. And also, we've got some great questions coming up later in the show. Look at this. Every sponsor product in here, Mystery Tackle Box, Flambeau, Liquid Mayhem, uh, Founders, uh, G Juice, TH Marine, uh, Primal Urge Foods, Meat Sticks in here. Oh, yeah. It's a great bag. Uh, make sure you uh, share and like that feed. You might as well just send it to New York Chris now if he's going to win it. <laughs> <laughs> New York Chris? Yeah, he's got to win yeah, everything. He wins everything. <laughs> this is the entire show. Uh, I do want to, real quick, before we get to the show, too, I want to catch up a little, see what everybody's been going on. Pete, you uh, mentioned you had a, a, a little little breakdown today on the water, but, but fishing's heating up on the Upper Chesapeake Bay, Delaware River. Fishing's heating up right now. You want to talk a little bit about that? i got to say, it's probably the best I've seen the bay Yes. five years. Wow. And the bay's been good for five years. Right. The big ones are, are catchable. They're there. It's uh, it's just been a great year. You see it. You, you see it all the time. Um, I haven't been able to fish as much as I normally do this time of year, but when I've gone out, you know, we've been able to tie into them. And I've watched a lot of the other guys, a lot of the tournament anglers. The big bags are coming in. There's big six, seven pounders are coming in all the time. The bay, the bay is on fire. Little glitch, uh, busted a throttle cable, um, but. Uh, you know, thanks to my buddy Derek, and shout out to Derek and Brooks that Derek. were with me today. Derek helped me uh, help me get the the motor engaged in gear so that we could make it back to the ramp today, which was kind of a tricky operation to do without a cable. Right. And uh, yeah, really, you just pop the cowling and pop the cowling, and you got to you got to yeah. get in there and you got to yeah. you got to push it. Yeah. And it's hard to get it's hard to get in there, but he was able to do that. Did you ever use that pull start rope inside there? lawnmower <laughs> pull star. Man, I, I've never had to do that. Yeah, have you? I've never had to do that. I, either. No, I think yeah. it's legitimately impossible. With a 250, the, uh, the new motors compression. Too much. That, that, we should offer a huge prize for anyone that can submit to us a video of them starting a giant. Apple. I think we should do that. Let's yeah. go ahead and let's let's give that offer right now. Yeah. Any man alive that can start a 200 or above with a pull start. <laughs> Any man alive. Any man alive. Do they even still... Send a rod, Mike. They used to have the pull cord like on the inside of the cowling yeah. in there, yeah. but they don't have them anymore. No. Yeah. I think nah. they realized how ridiculous that was. <laughs> uh, nobody could do it. Nobody could do it. Uh, let me go ahead and, and, and finish the, introducing the room. I know I did it unofficially. I want to do it officially. Joining us on the casting couch tonight, to my left, the one and only Dave Brodzik, a.k.a. Fathead, a.k.a. Mm. Wharf, a.k.a. Stormtrooper. Dave, Thank how you doing tonight? Thank you. Uh, uh, Death of a Fox. Pete mentioned it. You're repping the shirt. Brian DeCarpenter was repping it the other day. I was repping it the other day. You want to talk a little bit about Death of a Fox? Give a shout-out. Yeah, so briefly, a uh, guy we... Grew up with and oh, good talk, Dave. What's that, Brian? I'm not. Go ahead. 
Yeah. <laughs> What's Vegas back here telling you punchlines? Like, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. The guy we grew up with in Runnymede, uh, very smart guy, was a VP of like a consultant company. We'd go around and tell you how much you suck and then correct why you suck. Right. Like a smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we need him We here. need that guy. We need yeah. that guy. He would walk in and walk right out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Too much sucking. Man. Too much sucking going on now, here. He, uh, he, I don't need anybody to tell me. I know. <laughs> he, was, uh, like a, he was like a basement brewer. You know, he was a ba- you know, brewing his own stuff for a while and then just was sick of the corporate life and opened up a brewery and... Uh, what town is that, Brian? Is that like Mantua? Clarksboro. Clarksboro, yeah, yeah. It's called Death of the Fox. We're going to eventually have them on, so I don't want to get into the history of like the name. Or yeah. we're going to broadcast from there. Yeah, maybe yeah. one of our remote locations. It's, it's yeah. really an in-depth and, uh, thing, but so, so his beers are amazing. Really good. And one thing I can say, because I mean, by the time we get to him, who knows what... He got second place at the Atlantic City Beer Festival for one of his German beers. Wow. Everybody goes to that festival. Everybody yeah. that you drink and that you know of is at that place. Yeah. And he got second in an extremely hard bracket. That German brew bracket, yeah. man, that is that is a hard, it is, isn't hard it? bracket. Yeah, that's more yes, specialized. It than, it's, yeah. ex- it's extremely, extremely like... Wow. Uh, what's the word I'm looking? Focused, you know? Yeah. It's, 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 it's definitely... And he got second place, dude. It was pretty cool. That's cool. We so, got to hang out with him. My wife and I went out there. He hung around with us for a little bit. And Nice. Yeah. It's cool. Yes, if, if you're watching and you live in the South Jersey area, check it out. Death of a Fox Brewery, really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next to Dave, join us live in studio. Very excited. Um, got to hang out with this guy a little bit this afternoon, do a little fishing. Uh, and, and we're going to be talking about some really, really cutting-edge, unique stuff, Pete. I, I was blown away uh, with, with, with some of the products that Jeff was using out there today, especially the Torquedo motor. Really, it was unbelievable. I don't want to get too much into it, but it, it was mind-blowing to me uh, what it could do on on a body of water. Um, and joining us uh, live here, Jeff Little joins us in studio. Jeff, You're welcome. Thank for you for ha- uh, coming on the show. And we're going to chat a lot during the second segment. We're going to get into it. And, and I know we've already talked a lot about it, but I want to get more into it. And, man, unique product, Pete. Really unique. It's, it's fascinating. Fascinating. You, you commented that you went faster on the water with a trolling with an electric motor than I, you've ever been. I've 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 been around a lot of boats in my life, from full size bass boats to little tiny crawl dads and kayaks and everything in between, jet boats. I mean, every kind of boat you could imagine. I never Sam in my Pan? life, yes, never had <laughs> went that fast with an electric motor ever. That, that it says was a lot. very very impressive. We're going to be talking. About that, uh, it's going to be really good. Back in the booth tonight, pushing buttons, making this show happen. Uh, to, to my left, the one and only producer of the show, Brian the Carpenter. Brian, how you doing tonight? Good, DC man. man we we expected a late entry, and here you are on time. Uh, show started relatively we, we early. We pushed the show time start time back an hour. Yeah, and we were still significantly late. We were still about ten minutes late. <laughs> It's good. People are used to it. Shooting 100 from the field. People are used to it. People are used to it. I, I think it's. I think it's a good thing. Never give up. Never do, give up. Do you want to mention why we started late tonight? We had a proud dad moment. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. you were talking about that. Luke got uh, acknowledged by his school for being really smart. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Shout out to Luke for being super smart. Congrats. Some kind of GPA I never heard of. Okay. He's like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you well, saying you didn't have a good GPA back then? It wasn't quite like his. <laughs> Maybe. Half. <laughs> <laughs> wow. so what did he get, Brian? Boast. What, 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 what exactly did he get? Oh, he, he got acknowledged by the board at his school for 
uh, there's more there's more to come you know there's more to come so it's, they didn't announce uh, the ranking yet they just announced like the top five students and and some of their accomplishments so rankings are coming and and graduations coming and speeches and such so cool more to come so where did you rank in in high school bry somewhere he got a uh, gta (laughs) (laughs) a gto the car i I didn't make the cut (laughs) i didn't get a check okay (laughs) i didn't just the third day (laughs) you didn't advance i didn't advance the next round all right next to brian tonight on ims the one and only riz join us tonight Riz? riz i want to put you on the spot uh and I had said this before. You guys had an opportunity yourself, Brian the Carpenter, Eric the intern, had an opportunity to go out in the Upper Bay. Yeah. And uh, and and I I was you know I wanted to know how you guys did. I sent Brian a text. I said, how'd you guys do? Did you get any big ones? And Brian just said, watch the story. Watch the the Instagram story, the IM story. <laughs> right, right. And so it was like an off day. I, I didn't have to fish the next day. So That's I'm, right, yeah. I'm drinking a beer and I'm and I'm like, dude, I was enthralled <laughs> watching this Instagram story. It was better. Than Bassmaster Live, Major League Fishing Live, and wow. FLW Live put together, in my opinion. And the the honest, pure result of it is, Riz, you kicked their ass. I mean, I want to say high 20s, if not 30 bass to maybe, what was the closest? 15? I had 19. 19, I, I okay. 13, 12, okay. something like that. Yeah. So you guys caught a lot of fish, but Riz, what, what, what's going on here? That's Domination cool. out there. I, I don't know. I just, I, I've just i been out there a few times this year. I've been down there with the Dean several times. Yeah. So, you know, I'm watching, learning, learning the place, and I just think I'm just dialing the right ringtone, you know? I'm, right. Uh, <laughs> I know. Right. I, I just, and telling Brian to throw a shaky head. Right. Yeah, I'm telling <laughs> <you> guys <laughs> off uh, on purpose there. The sh- <laughs> That's the most impressive part about his advancement as an angler. <laughs> his ability to give you some, some information. Disinformation. Disinformation. <laughs> it wasn't lies, but it wasn't the whole story. Right. Yeah. Right. Pete, Pete didn't I catch him the day before on a shaky head? Yeah, it, it's true. He didn't even have a shaky head tied on in the boat. <laughs> okay? I said, show me the shaky head. Where's the shaky head wrapped? Where's the worm? There wasn't on. So what I, what I thought was interesting is I watched that whole IM, and it was really put together good. I don't know if you saw it, but it was put together great, and you guys were keeping score. And and Eric was doing a great job of hashtagging stuff, you know, and hashtag, you know, the size of the fish or something funny that happened. But this one area that you guys caught a majority of the fish at, it was hashtag Pete spot with the GPS coordinates. <laughs> Damn. Which I thought was really unbelievable. He gave Pete's coordinates away. So if you're watching right now and you wanted to hire Pete, don't worry. Just go back on the IM story. That's genius. I didn't even know yeah. that. Bash, Bash, know Bash, Univ- that. Bash University Live is now looking for new producers <laughs> to help us with the show. Uh, but no, I, I thought it was awesome. That was that was great, Riz. You, you kicked butt. Uh, Last but not least, back in the booth, and you're going to see him. He's he's swinging around. He's doing a little content. He's getting some beers. He's eating some chocolate. I don't know what else he's doing back there. <laughs> some withdrawal. Having some withdrawal. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing back there. It's hard to uh, come around. The one and only Eric, the intern. Eric, how you doing? What's up, guys? I'm doing great, Mike. I'm still smiling from our afternoon on the water. I, I, wa- I want to. Yeah, I do want to put you on the spot on that. So we had to film some content today. We had to do some sponsor fulfillment. We had an opportunity to do some in the shops, but we got out in the water for a little bit. And, dude, we got some work done and caught some fish at the same time. It was pretty fun. Yeah, you know, it's so rare that you go out for a fishing shoot 
and things just work out. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. We're just talking about, oh, we just need this one big fish to bite. And it never happens. Right. But today it did. In a very short time. It did. We were able to get some great content, catch some good fish. So Yeah, it was fun. And I got out with Jeff earlier in the day. Yeah. He caught some fish, did some film with him on yeah. the Torquedo, and that kayak, which also blew my mind, too, yeah. with the speed and everything. Yeah. So it was, all, it was just a great day, you know? Cool. I'm doing good. That's awesome. Life's good. good. It's going to be... Andy's going fishing early tomorrow morning. Ooh. Yeah. A long trip to some... a really, really, oh, really yeah, that's really a, cool Oh, yeah, that's place. a little... We're not going to mention the name of it, but you want, do you have a nickname for it, or do you want to give it a... a uh, kind of a... The motherland? <laughs> Lake Z. Lake Z. Lake Z. You got Lake X, I got Lake Z. Okay, Lake Z. Now, wait a minute. My GPS coordinates are given away, and we're, yeah. we're talking about <laughs> protecting Lake Z. This For the record, we did not give away GPS coordinates. Pete, Pete, you're, you're a veteran, Pete. For the, record the, for the record, the Flats has got nothing on Lake Z. So, oh. you know, that's, that's, that's the Ooh. real issue flats, here. Flats, nothing Bring your bags to the sky. Yeah, I've died. I'd like to see that. Eric, Eric can outfish the flats from land. Wow, <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Brian Carpenter, I do want to mention, I think I skipped over one thing. We're doing a, a giveaway oh, yeah. of a Dakota Lithium Power Box. That's right. Valued at well over $200 tonight. Wow. To someone watching on IkeLive.com. Yeah, we're going to have a little contest later on the show. Okay. So if you guys are on Facebook... Come on over to IkeLive.com and watch, because uh, we're going to give away some of those prize packs as well as that power pack. How, wow. are you, well, how, how do you how do you win it? Oh, we're going to f- figure that out. We're going to figure that out. <laughs> 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 we got a four-minute commercial break coming up at some point. <laughs> we're going to put our heads together and figure something out. All right. Now, i got to tell you, I'm excited to have Brandon Cabo, and we're going to have him on in probably just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do want to uh, real quick mention uh, a little, little quick recap from my last tournament, Pete which was on Lewis Smith Lake, Coleman, Alabama. Uh, this lake that's really big, dude. It fishes big because it's got fingers, it's got arms. It's six, 68,000 acres. It's just giant. Uh, but something really interesting happened, um, and we were talking about it offset, which is a shad spawn was going on. And I had never, uh, you know, most shad spawns I've encountered, you take a white swim jig, you take a white chatterbait, a spinner bait with silver blades, and you throw in where the shad spawn's getting, and you, you catch them. It's easy, right? Shad spawn's supposed to be easy. Well, dude, the shad spawn's going on, and you could not get bit on a traditional bait. Like anything that was a normal size, you couldn't get bit. Uh, late on the first day, I had essentially missed the shad spawn. It was, it was three-quarters of the way done. The sun's coming up. They're starting to fade off. And finally, I had enough common sense to downsize to a, a two and a half, a little bit bigger than two and a half inch swim bait on a little ball head on a spinning rod. And dude, it was it was automatic. Wow. It never, it, it's so, you know, that match to hatch theory we always talk about. Mm-hmm. Dude, if it doesn't slap you in the face in that situation, it's unbelievable. Dude, a fish could boil in front of the boat. You'd throw a regular spinner bait at him, never get him to touch it. But if you threw that little two and a half inch swim bait at him, suck it right in. It's unbelievable. I never, I, it's just amazing. That they're that picky in a shad spawn. It was crazy. Uh, you, well, we've seen it, you know, where yeah. they get dialed. And it happens the other way, too, on the big. It happens the other right? way. Right? If it's a big shad, yeah. you got to throw the big bait to get them to, to commit. So, uh, well, that was pretty cool. Most people don't have two-and-a-half-inch swim baits in their boat. I luck, Luckily, I had them. I had them. Yeah. I dug them out. Luckily, I, I had enough sense to try that. Mm-hmm. Dug them out. Um, key bait for me. The other one was the opposite end of the spectrum, which is... 
spotted bass, you think they all go deep, right? They're done spawning. They go right deep, and they're all feeding on herring or shad. But I found spotted bass that were remaining shallow, zero to eight foot, on laydown trees that were eating bluegill. And the shade had everything to do with it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. once that sun would get up, almost every tree that would cast some kind of shade had bluegill around it and had a spotted bass around it. Not numbers, but there'd be a, there'd be one on each of those big shade trees. And you could get them to bite um, a small green pumpkin jig. I fished a half-ounce missile mini-flip jig, green pumpkin with a green pumpkin uh, chigger crawl in the back. And it was that initial fast fall in the heart of the tree. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Brian the Carpenter, you know the deal. A- old Alloway deal, where yep. you get to a tree, you'd cast to the left side of it, never get a bite. Cast to the right side of it, never get a bite. You go to the heart, and it'd be like, dunk, every time. Yeah. I picked up on that, so when I would start running that, I would never cast to the outside of the tree. I would literally go right for the throat. Right for the juice. Right for the throat. And that initial fall, hop it a couple times. If it didn't bite, gone. Didn't pick it over, just in and out. And it, it was really a good pattern for I, me. I, I tell you, I swear I remember, uh, I, I believe it was Biffle talking about that 20 years ago. Yeah. That that was his, that's how he went on, on laydowns. He went for the juice first. Right for the throat. Yeah. I right remember having a conversation with you because you are like, ah, I, but what if you get hung up on your I first know. cast? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I normally am an advocate of... Play the easy sides first yeah, and what wait do. till you leave it to make that impossible cast. Yeah. But when every bite you're getting yeah. is coming there, In the juice, yeah. you just that's what you run, you know? And and we I've think seen... when you when you cast to the outside, you know, the, the perimeter of yeah. it, do they see it and say from a distance and say, No, that's not what I'm eating and then when you when you go to the center they're yeah, it's interesting. It. I, I think in different fisheries, in that particular fishery, the water was extremely clear. And right. I think in that situation, I think they're wary to come out of that tree, you know? Right. I think they're wary to come out of the shade. You know, the shade is almost like it's almost like a, a barrier for them, you know? And and, and the bluegills in the shade. Right. And it's their hiding spot. It's their hiding spot, you know? And, and more stained water, I think they're more apt to use the edges, to use those outside peripheral, you know? but uh, it's, it's interesting because our instructors... Uh, are almost evenly split on that in right. most situations. Right. Like guys that their prime, their focus is right for the heart. Yeah. And then the other half is start on the outside and work yeah. in. And it's it's interesting. They're both successful at different times, I guess. Yeah. But what I noticed about your tournament was, man, you seem to be making this up on the fly really oh, well. On the fly. Yeah. Just making it happen and you know pulling it out of your hat. Yeah. That's. Yeah, that's that's amazing to yeah. watch. It's it's amazing, you know. You've been so successful with that over your career, but you really did it in th- this week. I I'm think. starting. I'm starting to, uh, you know, remember how to let go like that every time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really hard because, dude, you know, you, you you fish somewhere, or you know, you, you you know, you have an idea what the fish are doing, and you catch them in practice, and then you get locked into it, dude. It's just that's human nature. You want to go back and fish yesterday. what you know yeah, yeah. yesterday or you fished there 10 years ago. You want to go back and fish your memories. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. To, that's just human nature. But when you let go like that, you know, if you have a bad practice or, you know, I'm, I'm sort of forcing myself to let go. And the way I'm doing it is I'm not trying to learn too much about an area in practice. I'm literally fishing in practice now. I'm fishing so fast. I'll go through an area and I'll fish fast. And if I can get two to five bites in an area... I put a mark and I get the hell out of there. 
instead of trying to learn it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's sort of it's an artificial way to force myself to to fish then for the fish and not not in practice. I don't want to know too much, you know? But I'm I'm doing a really good job this year of letting go and not being scared of just fishing during the tournament. And that's so key. It's so key cuz Pete we, we mentioned it before on on BU Live and at at Bash University events and you know fishing f- fish that you caught in practice is is fishing fish yesterday's fish but catching them as the event happens fishing fish coming to you mm-hmm. the fish are coming instead of going you know and that's so it's been so key for me this year is fish fish that are coming instead of going and it's put you in what are you in fourth place in the standings fourth place in the standings you know i've had a couple mm-hmm. couple top 10s this year and uh three events left you know so a legitimate opportunity to try to win an angler of the year this year and i think i think it's possible you know i really do i uh, i think so too when's the next event so next event is next week on table rock lake table rock. table rock going to be staying with a real good friend of mine dave mansu shout out to dave and andy if you guys are watching look forward to staying with you guys next week can't wait to see you uh, from Table Rock, we go to Grand Lake, first week of June. Post-spawn summertime pattern should be real good. Mm-hmm. Fish coming off the bank. And ju- announced today, many of you will hear this for the first time right here on Ike Live, the last Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour event is Lake Winnebago in the beautiful state of Wisconsin. Lake, Lake Winnebago? Winnebago. Unbelievable fishery. Is Carpenter. Oh, my God. Unbelievable! It's a sleeper. Really? It's a gem. Smallmouth lake or smallmouth? Smallmouth, both mixed, but mm. but le- legitimate place where you can catch 50 to 100 fish a day, largemouth and smallmouth. Wow! It's going to be insane, dude. Excellent. Lake Winnebago will be wow. the season ender. So pretty interesting. When is that? That will be the last. Uh, let's see, the 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 the, the third uh, last or third week of June, June wow. 20 something, and that's it. And the season's over. So we can do an Ike Live every week in J- July. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Every week in July. Every week August? in August. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Live Some, from Thursday night. Live from every night. Every night. We'll do one every night. Absolutely. Sounds good. It's going to be good. And not to give too much away, but by then, by July, we will be in the new studio. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. Give everybody a little teaser. You know, I know Everything in this studio that we're not dragging over there, which I hope is everything. It's pretty much everything. <laughs> I I would Remember say that scene from Office? Yeah. Uh, what was that movie? <laughs> we're going to make structure out on Union Lake yeah. with it. After I beat it with a bat. Yep. Uh, everything in here? Yes. Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing, dude, because so many people, and I, Jeff, I don't know if you have the experience, if you've watched the show before, but... So many people that when they come in studio for the first time, they've watched the show, they've seen it, they think it's this giant magical studio, you know, like we're in this giant space. It's almost, you know, and then you get here and you're like, ah, oh, you're like, you can't, even, me. you know, you can't. Smells walk. like a locker room. It smells like a locker room. It's hot. <laughs> the, the mics suck. Like everything's always broken. Yep. Uh, but but very excited to move to a new studio. Oh it's gonna God. be it's gonna be fun. It's yes. gonna be bigger. It's gonna be better. It's going to be a good move for us. We do got to reenact that office space with the baseball. Yes, we but do. Take all that computer gear, take it turns. Beats the balls off of it. <laughs> Just I as long as first, second, and third swing. In. <laughs> Just as long as we never reenact that Thursday night fireworks show Brian made us do last Dave, year. Dave, you know what? You take your negativity and beat it. Every one of them guys from the Thursday nighters cooler than you right now. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> 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 
All right. Well, that talk, I, I want to reverse it. Not talk about negativity, but talk about positivity. Dude, Brandon Cobb, not t- technically back to back. I was mistaken on that, but dude, two elite wins. You ready for that? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready right, for that. Cool. Two elite wins. Uh, on his first year, his rookie year on the elites. Not necessarily his rookie year, because he's one of those guys that have has had. Professional experience. FLW experience. FLW experience. But um, his rookie year in Bass, dude, dominating. Really Do- dominating. Dominating. And, and his other events weren't bad either. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Riz or, or somebody back there, where is Brandon in AOY? Is that on my note sheet right now? Where is he at in AOY in BASS right now? He's got to be in there in the top five somewhere. I don't know. Right, well, go we got him live, so he's right, going to we'll, we'll ask him, or we can go to Bassmaster.com and find out. But, uh, man, it, it's so impressive to me. It you makes it, Making it look easy, and you know what I like most about watching him is making it look fun. Like, fun. Super fun. Just having a ball, just smashing their heads in. Uh, catching him everywhere he goes, the the cool and and we'll talk to him about it. But like picking up, a, a, I don't really know swim baits that well, and throwing giant swim baits and catching eight pounders and you know <laughs> just just gonna grab the swim bait, yeah. catching a little eight pounder down I, this bank. Yeah, I'll try I'll try a swim bait. You know my my buddy told me to try a swim bait. So. <laughs> Catch giants. It just looks. It's so much fun to watch them. I'm looking forward. Yeah. And we got to talk to him uh, at the Hartwell Classic. Yes. Yeah. And uh, spend a little time with him. And, and he's just a positive energy guy. You know, just uh, he's a treat to talk to, a treat to treat to watch fish. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. And I, I I tell you I've you know I'm I'm going to tell you I'm a fan of the sport. You, you you know that and fishing major league fishing, but I'm watching Bassmaster right when I when I'm not competing. And I'm not wrapped up in Major League Fishing. I'm watching Bassmaster live. I'm watching FLW live because I'm a fish head. Mm-hmm. I like watching it. And and it he's made it look so easy. And the interesting thing is I know it's not easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it, lo- it has looked so easy to me. And I'm telling you it's not that damn easy. It's not <laughs> easy, man. I've been doing it long enough to know that it's hard to win. It's hard to put yourself in a position to win. You know, and he's made he's made it look easy. He definitely has, and 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 I can't ex- explain. It's 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 almost like he's he's not afraid of it going wrong. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. like he's just fearless with his decision making. He's just yeah. sitting here listening to you guys talk yeah. about. Oh, it. It's yeah. to get weird. Oh, <laughs> yeah. about that. oh, I didn't know you were ready. It's starting <laughs> to get weird, man. It is starting to get weird. Okay, all right. Uh, as usual, Brian Carpenter's done a terrible job there in the production booth. There he goes. Joining us now live via Skype, uh, recent two-time winner, not back-to-back, but two-time winner, Bassley, one and only Brandon Cobb, joining us on Mike Live. Brandon. Thank y'all for having me on. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Finally got rested up, home and rested up a little bit. I like it. I still see a smile on your face. Any reason for that? (laughs) (laughs) I was so tired yesterday, there wasn't much of a smile. I just wanted to go to sleep, but I'm good now. All right, so let's start right off the bat. Uh, We had a lot of uh, messaging already coming through saying, man, that, that rookie Brandon is just tearing it up. Do you consider yourself a rookie? Because you know, technically, you're a rookie at the Bass Bassmaster Elite Trail. But do you consider yourself a rookie? Do you consider yourself a seasoned veteran? Do you consider yourself a young? What do you what 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 do you consider yourself? Where where do you stand in all that? I definitely don't 
consider myself a rookie. I mean, I haven't been doing it a long time, but I've been doing it. I mean, I think this is about my sixth year fishing between the FLW and now Bass. So I don't think I'm quite a rookie, but I'm definitely far from a seasoned veteran. I'm not anywhere anywhere near seasoned, but I don't think I'm a rookie anymore either. Uh, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, and I, I want to jump right into this talking about talking about not being a rookie is Brandon, you're one of the young guys now that are dominating the sport that I think you were you have been training for this moment for a long time, right? If you look at uh, you know let's look at some of the other guys let's look at Justin Lucas, right? Let's look at uh, 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 James Elam, uh, guys that have come up through the college ranks and literally have in my in my mind when I look at your guys' early career, in the college ranks, you've been training for this for a long time. When you were in college, uh, did you feel like that? Were, were you in school saying, ah, maybe, maybe I'll fish professionally and I'm here to get my degree? Or were you saying, I'm here to train to be a professional fisherman and get my degree? Wh- which one was it? Um, I don't. I mean, I've obviously always wanted to be a professional fisherman. I mean, since I was like seven years old, that's what I wanted to do. But when I was in college, I definitely thought it was a possibility that I could make my way there. But no, I don't think, uh, I think just a lot came into place. I, I, I was definitely always trying to be a better fisherman. And if I made it there, awesome. If not, I was uh, prepared to do whatever I needed to. But I, I, when I was in college, I definitely, it was my goal. But I didn't exactly know how to get there or how it would happen. Right, right. Now there's a lot of people, you know, a lot of Ike Live viewers tonight. We've got a lot that are college anglers, uh, some high school anglers aspiring to be college anglers. Brandon, give them one tip. If, if we've got that that person watching and listening right now, and and you know they want to compete in at a college event or they're competing, give them one tip. Um, for for being a successful college angler. Well, the the best thing I can say is definitely use enjoy the opportunity to see places that you wouldn't have the chance to see. Because yes, I was a college angler, but when we I was at the I guess the front of the college movement, so yeah. I didn't get to travel and see all these lakes. Uh, like I, our college at the time, we didn't have funding from the school. We didn't have any of that. So I didn't really get to travel nationally to see these lakes, and that's what I look at the college fishing and high school fishing even as the biggest opportunity now. Use it to learn lakes that you may not uh, – there's no chance you'd ever get to see outside of the tournament. Right. Because that, that is an advantage that none of us have the opportunity to do. Yeah. Uh, that's that, It's great advice because I see the colleges – the kids are going all over the country now with, mm-hmm. with the competition. You – you went to Clemson, is that is that correct? That's correct. I did. The so you're you know a part of your uh, college training program was after classes going out on Lake Hartwell and practicing every day. I think Lake Hartwell was a bigger part of my training program than actually going to classes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have had that same problem. I know that. Are you saying you blew off a few classes to go catch some spawning fish? I may have done that a time or two. So the thing at Clemson was what you would do, you'd go to class, and parking was really terrible. So you get to class, you drive around the closed parking lot to the building, 
And if you made about three laps and didn't get a parking spot, you just went and hooked up the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Damn it. I knew I should have went to a different school. I, I legit have done nothing right with my life. Yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian's done nothing right. Was Pete went to, to Rutgers in New Brunswick. I went to Rowan in Glassboro. We were stuck with shitty fisheries like the yeah. Delaware River. Yeah. So you didn't want to go fishing. You just wanted to stay in school look at the hot chicks all day. That's all you wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't hard to make it. Hartwell, Hartwell didn't have to convince me much to go get the boat. It's a, it's a very good fishery. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, I, I do want to, want to. Brian's got all these stats here uh, of your FLW stats, which are pretty impressive. But I want to jump right to the, to the bass stats, and I'll just say it like this: Ooh. five events fished so far. Bass. Is that right? Five. Is that right? Five events fished. Two wins in five events. That's ridiculous. How is that possible? <laughs> How is that I, possible? I, really, I, I, have, I don't know what has happened this year. <laughs> I didn't think that was doable. So. <laughs> that, that, is, that is unbelievable. We, we were talking right before you came on. It is very hard to win. Brandon, you know that. You, know, you, fished, you fished long enough to know. That everything has to go right, right? You you can be on the strongest pattern in the lake, you could fish 100% and still not win, right? You know everything really has to fall into place. What do you attribute your your last two wins to? If you can look at them, is there a commonality between the two? You know, Pete mentioned he's he watched your last two wins and you just you looked confident beyond belief. You looked like nothing was bothering you. Is there something beyond that that you attribute these two wins to? It it really it just confidence in those two were a main thing. I mean, like when I would crank up my boat to go somewhere else, I'm sure you're in the same situation. If you can think back about the bad tournaments you have, when you crank the boat up and you run down the lake and you're like, ah, I think I'm going to go to this place. And you're like, ah, I don't know about that. Ah, I have to try this one. That's your bad tournaments. Yeah. Well, these last two. When I've cranked my boat up, I've never second-guessed a single place mm. I was going. Wow. I knew I was making the right decision, and I would pull up and fish. Wow. That's that's a good and feeling. Was, that's a good feeling. was not so good was not that case. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it's hard to do because you, you – I mean, you have a natural tendency to second guess your decisions, but you, 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 you didn't do that. You got to the winner's circle, but man, I got to tell you, of all the guys I'm watching win, uh, you look like you're having fun doing it. You know, it, it just, it's just fun to watch you. You know, it sucks you right in. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had fun this year, which that's kind of my mentality, even in the like big stressful like tournaments in those situations i i've realized if you get worked up and it, or in in my the way i fish if i if i start if i get too nervous or start dwelling on a lost fish or something like that i just don't do well i mean i'm better off just having fun and pretend like it's another practice day and uh yeah. that's just the way i've always fished and the way i've always found success well speaking of fun moments you're looking at a, a five pounder on the bed and it turns out to be 11 what 11 2 uh t- take us through that catch i mean that was the greatest catch of all time it's pretty good it's pretty good <laughs> that hook set i watched that hook set 10 times yeah that hook set was massive and uh, it's the sound of it uh, <laughs> the, the, actually the sound like yes. you could you could replay it and not watch it and listen yes and just hear that 
Uh, <laughs> and, and, I love and, it. And the shake and the vibrate. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 God. I love it. I love it. All right. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By, without a doubt, the strongest fish. That was amazing. It looked but, like so it. That, that, that was like, believe it or not, so I realized that Shad's phone thing I was doing, I realized that there was like a two-hour downtime in the middle of the day where you just weren't going to catch one. I don't care what you did, how many places you ran, you weren't going to catch one. Yeah. They just quit feeding. So to keep the kind of momentum rolling throughout the day, I would just go to the bank for that two hours. and Momentum. Hopefully, sometimes I would catch a good one, sometimes I wouldn't, call a few ounces here and there. And uh, I went to the bank that day, was trolling down the bank. I caught like 20 on a frog already and uh, came around the dock and, saw her sitting right on a clump of grass she was deep like five or six foot which you've probably been to fort for it's not that clear yeah and uh, i just saw a shadow and i was and I, initially i thought it was a five pounder and then i power pulled down fish bar for a minute and i realized i said i think it's a seven or eight and then after a few more flips i realized it was probably bigger than that except it was about to eat and i didn't want to say anything else because i was talking <laughs> <to the chat. laughs> wow Wow. Now, what did it, I, I? I never did get a good look at. Talk a little bit about what, what did that fish eat? What what was the bait? So I caught it on a just zoom Z crawl, just a creature bait, yep. living up there with twenty five tests. And uh, I actually, so when I first saw it and flipped to it, it almost ate the first cast. Wow. And it was down on it like it was going to eat it, and then it like kind of backed up so i flipped two or three more times and it started backing up worse and worse and it it made me nervous actually you probably saw me i got my wacky rig out and i threw it about five times and it actually made her pull back up to the bed because i guess it was less intrusive right but i realized i was like i do not want to hook this fish <laughs> <laughs> so then i went back to the flipping stick and uh she was a little i, I got her kind of locked down at that point and it didn't take long then Wow. Is was is that your personal best? It is, yeah. I, my personal best that I'd ever actually weighed and like knew 100% what it weighed before was only nine even. Wow. So wow. It blew it out of the water. Wow. Hmm. To catch that in a tournament like that with on the cameras rolling live. Yeah. Wow. That's unbelievable. Now, <laughs> it's a big moment. Also, a lot it. of people watching and listening right now that don't know, there was also a nice little uh, a prize attached to that. 11-2, and that was a, a brand-new Toyota Tundra, right? Toyota Tundra, yep. I actually spoke to them today, and I'll uh, be picking out my options and, and uh, color oh. and everything here soon. So oh. I'm excited. I'm, uh, <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> nice. awesome. That's right. That's you awesome. catch big fish in that event, Dave, and, and big fish is, is a Toyota Tundra. Oh, my God. How about I, that? Ah, amazing. Man. Isn't that great? And then remember, remember when it always used to be that way? Yeah. They, we, they used to give away a boat. For uh, oh, yeah. for lunkers in tournaments, yeah, it's cool that they're. Uh, it's nice that they're, they're starting it. to do stuff like that. Again. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Toyota for for doing that. Now we did hear a rumor a little earlier in the show through our instant messaging uh, came through that once you get the truck ordered and you get it to the house, you're shipping it to Britt Myers at CS Motorsports. And you're going to dude it all out. You're going to slam it down. You're going to put hydraulics, a tilt bed on it, maybe some flames. Any of that true? Or uh, I actually I don't know about the flames now, but I actually was thinking when I was ordering Tundra that I ought to call Britt because uh, I, he definitely does a good job. 
<laughs> he does. You should look right up. He does a great job. Um, I, I, I want to talk about this. I, I, I feel awkward, but also know we need to talk about it. It's, uh, it's something on a lot of people's minds. Um, this has been a weird year. You know, the start of the year, uh, you know, a lot of talk about, you know, MLF, BASS, FLW, and, you know, the, the shifts that people made. And obviously, uh, you made a shift from FLW to Bass. A lot of anglers went from Bass to MLF. How how has that affected, you know, your your space in this sport? How has it affected your career? And 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 after you answer that, give me your opinion on what do you think the future is going to be? You know, on on these three organizations. Yeah, I definitely the the whole movement and everything. I mean, I feel like it's definitely well, obviously, it's benefited me because I've won two tournaments in the past month. But it, uh, the movement from FLW, as far as my career and my mentality, I definitely like moving over to bass. It's kind of like I restarted. I feel like right. uh, it was like a new start, and it's been awesome for me. I mean, it uh, the whole change in the industry as a whole. I don't. I don't really know what direction it's going, honestly. It's hard to say what the future will be. I mean, I, I would think more trails brings more fans, brings more money into the fishing industry, brings more everything. So it could help. I just would like to see – I don't like the conflict between the trails. Right. I, I feel like they're hurting each other. I mean, I see MLF kind of bad mouth bass in ways, and bass does the same, FLW does the same to bass. It just kind of – it seems like a never-ending battle between the three, and I think if all three could get in sync, it could be a definitely a benefit for the industry as a whole. Right. I, I agree. I agree with that. To okay. me, that's the part the the the, uh, the 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 bad mouthing between the leagues is the least mm-hmm. savory part to me. Right. Yeah. I have to agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's no fun to watch. It's uh, you know, they're both all the all the trails do something pretty special. I agree. And uh, to to spend that energy, you know, competing in that negative way, uh, I have to agree. That's a little bit of a black eye right now. Yeah. Not to get too deep into it, yeah. but like I know in 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 MMA that the fighters are better off that there's not just the UFC, that there's also Bellator and there's the other leagues. Right. And if there wasn't, the fighters would have no leverage, and right. they're a lot better off. So you as anglers are better off with another competing league or two out there. Yeah, yeah. But in yeah. the fight game, yeah, in the fight game, the the fighters benefit from trash talking. Well, there's that. <laughs> maybe maybe the maybe the leagues can benefit <laughs> from trash talking. Maybe there's an unseen benefit they here gotta, that we don't see. They got to figure that out. Maybe you should of, start cursing, Mike. Maybe <laughs> more. More. Maybe I should. Uh, speaking of trash talking, let me remind everybody watching and listening right now. If you've got a question for Brandon uh, about anything, something that happened in the last few events or his win, please hit us up on the IM. Uh, Riz, you got anything coming through? Anything uh, neat that you want to ask Brandon? <laughs> neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> neat. All right, let's ask Brandon some neat questions coming through where I am. Somebody yeah, just I got a really few. Good. Give me a, just give me a minute to, okay. to run back through a, a couple I'll give you a minute. But why, why we're waiting, though, Brandon, I, we, did, uh, we don't have the technology ability to research this, so we'll just ask you, where well, are you standing oh, I got in it. AOI right now? I got now? it, Mike. He's, uh, I think I'm seventh. Yeah, you're, you're currently sitting seventh. A 20th at St. John's, 14th at Lanier, 1st at Hartwell, 61st, 61st at <laughs> Winya Bay, and 1st at Fork. And wow. Seven. Well, 
That's it, a stout field. That's a stout field. Two first, and he's in, in seventh. Wow. And that, those cur- those stats courtesy of Gettys Brandon. That is well contested uh, race going on there. Indeed. Yeah. I can't believe yeah, it's been tight. Really, really tight. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, the point? That sixtieth place, place finish at Winya. I mean, it just with that. That was a poor finish, but. I mean, the top five ahead of me, or top six ahead of me, I think I'm still like 35 or 40 points from first, even with two wins after that 160th place finish. Bang. Wow. Who's, who was is, who is up there? I don't know. I know Patrick Walters is doing good. Oh, that's right. It's Patrick uh, Walters. Is that who's up at the top? I think so. Yeah, he's having a hell of a season. Yeah. Young Patrick Walters. Yeah. yeah. Cool kid. Very cool kid. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, Riz, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, um, yeah, I got a question from the message board, and... It's uh, Brandon. What was the biggest transition for you from uh, switching over from FLW to Bass Elites? The, I'm guessing he. Well, the format's obviously the same. The right. biggest transition I've seen so, so far. I mean, is just the, the following of, Bass versus what I had at FLW. Just some of the like, like for instance, like these wins, the media, the uh, all, all the other obligations you have from success at bass and then at the tournament some like the fan base is the biggest change i've seen like nearly every tournament i've had 30 or 40 boats following me at, at, when i was doing well at least which was just didn't happen at flw it's something you have to learn to deal with yeah it's a big that's a big difference that's yeah. a yeah that's a huge difference that's what pete gets every day on the flat <laughs> <laughs> that's true. but never in any tournaments <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, you, you, you're. Uh, I heard you mention you got a win. You had to go right into another derby. Now you got this win. You got some downtime. You going to Disney World? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm actually going to have to. I'm flying back Sunday to Oklahoma to get my truck and boat because I'm sure y'all saw the tournament next week. The high water canceled it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I, I left my I truck and boat that. in Oklahoma to. Uh, to um, I was planning on going back to practice and I left it there, so now I got to fly back and get it. <laughs> well, yeah, so it was on. Uh, and for for those of you watching it, don't know it was on. It was in Oklahoma. Yeah. It was on. What was the name of the lake? It was. It's Tommy Biffle's lake. It's uh, Cherokee. Fort Gibson. Fort Gibson. Fort Gibson. And did they mention is it going to be rescheduled? Is it a total canceled? It is. It's going to be rescheduled. It is. We have day scheduled already so it's gonna be moved to september i think the lake's like 17 or 18 feet high right now so oh i don't God. even think there's a ramp you can use right yeah so they're so putting it the same that's... week as the red crest <laughs> they're putting it the same <laughs> week as the red crest that's weird wow how did that happen i don't know how it happened but the the official cancellation and i did i i saw the note on this and then i researched a little more Two the two reasons it wasn't just one the one is obviously the high water 17 feet or whatever it is you know, dangerous conditions, no ramps. But the second reason is also the high water washed into Tommy Biffle's first floor, <laughs> and it washed all his little tiny shorts out. <laughs> and they were afraid that everybody would put his little shorts out and their junk would be hanging out. That's so right. Get caught up in the problem. Right. Obvious reason to cancel term. <laughs> Brandon, I got a question for you from the uh, shouting on the poop deck. Uh, do you do pineapple on your pizza? Uh, I do actually. We, my wife just went and got pizza, but oh. I don't think we got pineapple tonight. But normally, that's what made me think of it. Normally, I do do pineapple, pepperoni, and jalapeno on my pizza Ooh. at the same time. At the same time. Wow. Yeah. Pineapple. Write that down. We might have to try that down. right here. Gonna try that. 
Say it again. Babe. Call Sal's right now with that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring one in. Pete, Pete, uh, Pete, we got something on the message board um, for you. Uh, comes from Wawa Hoagie Lady, um, and he said the only thing to be afraid of when you're fishing is uh, old lunch meat. Yep. Never give up, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> old lunch meat. I, I, I missed it, Wawa Lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Pineapple, uh, pepperoni, and jalapeno. I'm trying to taste that. It sounds, sounds, I'm so intrigued. Yeah, there's a lot of flavor twist there. There is. There's a lot of flavor twist there. <laughs> I like it. Brandon, I do want to mention, too, and I saw this not only just on uh, comments that we had come through on ours, but I saw it in, like, Bassmaster post as as it happened. Uh, I think it was your big win, not at this last one, but over at Hartwell. A really big moment for you accepting that trophy on stage and it's it's an amazing thing, you know, because you're getting this blue trophy. You know how hard it is to win. May never ever happen again. There's excitement. There's emotion. But there was intrigue. You and your wife had this moment. It was captured too on film, and people kind of like fell in love with you as a couple. Nice. Is it <laughs> is it true you're becoming the new power couple and you're overtaking <laughs> Carl, Carl and his wife now? <laughs> yeah. No, Exactly. What's going on? It wasn't intentional, but I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. Hey, hey, mate. Hey, mate. You watch your tongue, you can't. You <laughs> <laughs> ain't taking over me spat. Wait, Carl. Carl, wait a minute. Uh-oh. He's oh, not God. trying to take over your spot. And what's that Kent saying? Kent? He's a Kent. What's a Kent? (laughs) Can never understand these Australian guys. Me and Kaylin, number one. (laughs) All right, settle down, Carl. Settle down over there. you have any other questions? Got there's a few more coming through. I am. What do you got coming through? Yeah, um, this goes for uh, for Brandon, Mike, and Pete actually. And um, it's do you guys feel like you had rivalries with specific fishermen on the water? And if so, who? Ooh, that's a good one. I, I love that question. Yeah, I, I I'll start. I would say. <laughs> well, your list is too long. No, no that's not that long. <laughs> no, it's not. Get out of here. I would say most of the rivalries, <laughs> most of the rivalries were created by, by the fans or by bass. You know, most of my rivalries when I fished over there. That's a good job by bass, then. Seriously, yeah. I, I think you know there was a KVD rivalry that was created and it was artificial. You know, so I don't think for me there wasn't actually that many true rival rivalries between well, other anglers. We created one between you and Dave Lefebvre. Right, me and Dave Lefebvre. <laughs> well, that's actually maybe a real one. But uh, Brandon, any rivalries out there between you guys right now? I was trying to think. I can't eat on FLW when I was there or at Bass. I can't think of anything. I don't I don't know of anything. Scott Martin <laughs> against everybody? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I have buddies with Scott. Uh, no, I don't know of any uh, Scott Martin. I don't know any rivalry. At all, like, I can't think of anybody. I can't even think of anybody that has a rivalry. Right? Can you? Uh, well, Carl Jockamson's pretty mad at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Mars and Brian the Carpenter. Well, we can make that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Pete, did you have any rivalries? I yeah, I had one rival. Well, oh, senior rivalry. Us. 
Father Time? Yeah. Sorry. That's not really a rivalry. I'm losing that one. <laughs> we all are. Oh, God. That's good. But, yeah, let's talk about that, Pete. Dean Rojas. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention any names. Oh, whoops. <laughs> now, me, me, and, me and Rojas, for whatever reason, we fought on the water. We fought off the water. We just... Uh, we always ran into each other, and we always felt like we were pulling in on each other. And I was always right, and he was always wrong. I right. agree, Pete. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> right. When I saw he was in the lead on that final day, I watched Past Master. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh man! Hey, shout out to Dean. That was a strong win, dominant win at wow. the MLF. Was a dominant win. It was mm-hmm. a good win. Didn't capture my attention. <laughs> Now, Brandon, I I, I got the know, support, BTC. You're uh, you're a little. I guess you guys are a little under the halfway point of your season. Uh, you got a lot of events left. What are you? Do you have goals for the rest of the season? You're seventh in AOY. You've already got two wins. Uh, you know. I guess the classic's not sewn up, but you you got a good shot at making the classic. No, you actually already made it, right? Your win guarantees you. So. What are your goals? What's left? <laughs> What's left? I mean, Angler of the Year, I've, ever since I've been fishing, I mean, Angler of the Year, I feel like, is the, that other than, like, the classic win. That's yeah. the biggest thing you can do. So I've always, like, that truly means, I think, you were the best Angler of the Year. You can win a tournament here and there, whatever, but if you win Angler of the Year, that's it. So that's definitely uh, something I always look at. Wow. I, I got to ask you a question because you know, speaking of Rojas, he's got the uh, he's got the all-time winning five bass women. But you know, wait. By the way, there's no real rivalry because Rojas has better credentials than I have by far. That being, I think his best 40, 45 pounds. And um, d- did you think about that? You hit 37 pounds, man. Yeah. You jacked an 11-pounder. Did it ever cross your mind that you're sniffing the world record here? I did actually think about it, but there was too little day left by the time I caught the 11 to really uh, crank up anymore. But it was I actually lost about a five-and-a-half-pounder with like three minutes to go that probably would have gave me right at 40. And, uh, <laughs> but no, I didn't think about it, but I knew there probably wasn't any real possibility of that. <laughs> wow, that's crazy, and and that's the other. That is a big deal. Pete, go ahead and grab one of those real quick so we can uh, show it here on film. The other big deal, Brandon, oh, you're yeah. so early in your career, but I do want to make a note of this: is that you officially got one of these. You got you a, a one of these belts. You broke the hundred pound mark, dude. These things are really, 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 really hard to get. Uh, and both you and Garrett, Garrett uh, broke the hundred pound mark. Yeah, rookie. last event, dude. Garrett congratulations. That's a big. That's a big deal. It's a big deal in tournament fishing, man. Do you got three of them? That Mike? was the cool. I've got three. That final day was awesome. So there, just to know that that like when my marshal told me that uh, you're over a hundred now, that was like <laughs> I, I didn't really think about it at the start of the day until he said it, and I was like, holy crap, that's like crazy, you know. And uh, it was that, that was cool. I, I, I didn't even because the belt. I don't think I'll get it to the classic, so I hadn't really got to uh, see it yet. That's that's awesome. Now, have have you? Is this the first time in tournament fishing you've broke the hundred pound mark? Have you done it over an FLW uh, or in any other circuit? 
Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely. I, th- I honestly think Hartwell, I may have had, no, I, I definitely, I have I had more than that, but that 72 was up there at, that I won Hartwell with was up there in my heaviest four days. So wow. definitely uh, blew it out there this week with the wow. 114. Wow. That's awesome. And uh, I had 14 pounds on day two. So. <laughs> it's crazy. That's true. It's unbelievable, man. <laughs> Uh, Riz, what do we got? A couple more questions coming through? Yeah, uh, Brandon, if you got the invite to go over to uh, MLF, how would you uh, how would you handle that? At, at this point, I would probably have to. Uh, the year's been too good. I'd have to. Uh, things are falling into place for me right now. I have to see where it goes. Where I am. Gotcha. Decline. Denied. <laughs> stay in. Stay in. No. I'm, I'm curious, and I don't have a. Fighting the MLF first pass thing uh, again. I, I I think there's room for both, but this was your first catchway release tournament, Brandon. It was. It was. It was cool. Yeah, I, well, I really liked it. I like not having to worry about the health of the fish and everything in the live well. That was that was really nice. The only issues I ran that I saw was, I mean, you always run into, do you truly trust your scales versus everybody else's scales? Right. And then the conditions I noticed made it a little difficult to weigh fish with the waves in the boat mm. or the wind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, that was the only issues I saw with it, which I still think we got the weight right, but it just, uh, sometimes it took longer than I would prefer to weigh a fish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Especially the larger fish, the six pluses. Brandon, what is your, uh, what's your favorite memory not fishing related from Clemson? And this question from comes from Cody. Favorite memory not fishing related. We're going to have to go with meeting my wife. Oh, you met your wife at Clemson. I did. Wow. Yep. Very nice. Was- I think they would call that answer chalk. That. that was the right answer. That was the right Good answer. job. <laughs> I wasn't there, but I know that's the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> she must be standing right next to him with a piping hot pizza. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting any of that pizza if you, if you answered a different way. She didn't. She didn't think bass fishermen were weird. No, I don't know if she actually knew I fished when I met her. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't remember. I'm sure she did, because I probably had raccoon eyes. and <laughs> <laughs> The telltale signs, the bass thumb, the first soft yeah. caress, and she's like, oh, where the hell did you guys meet? Was it a club or a house party? But no, she, rides, she rides horses like I fish, so oh, okay. she, she, doesn't complain, she doesn't care about my fishing, because she's usually out riding horses somewhere, but I'm good with it. That's awesome. Now, I, I, I want to jump real quick, too, because I want to handle some of these on uh, on social media. We got one that came from, this is obviously a fake name, Ray Scott wants to know. <laughs> oh, why, got, why is that fake? Uh, it might be real. Maybe it it's be. the real Ray Scott. I don't know. Um, Brandon, it's a two-part question. Brandon, are you related to Bob Cobb? <laughs> I'm not. And the second part? Not that, I, <laughs> not that you know of. Okay. And the sec- By the way, Bob Cobb was at the the Lake Fork. I saw that. He had a booth there, uh, and he was promoting his new book. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. It's really cool. It's really? cool to see Bob Cobb. That yeah. is cool. Pretty amazing. What was his What was his tagline? I'm Bob Cobb. Welcome to Bassmasters. Could you do that for us, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I can hold a candle to this. <laughs> he had that really deep voice. He did. Oh, and the second question from Ray Scott was, are you related to Cornelda? <laughs> Cobb. <laughs> I 
That's why I told you it's not the real Ray Scott. He would have never asked that. Uh, he might have. He wouldn't have asked that. That's so stupid. Cornada Cobb's my neighbor. Dude. Brandon, Brandon, who would... Cornada Cobb. Oh, Cornada Cobb. Okay. Who was your angling hero uh, growing up? Who did you? Who, who was your favorite fisherman? Growing up, I would have to say... I mean, everybody watched Kevin Van Dam, and I watched Mike a lot. Yeah! Yeah? Another correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you win an Ike Live uh, gift pack. Yeah. Well, let's, well, you know what? No, let's go bigger than that. You win one of these 100-pound belts. Take one of these. <laughs> what, what is Shaq, Brandon? You named the boss? Is you... <laughs> Carl's still here. Yo, Carl. <laughs> wait, wait, waiting for me, Uber. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> oh yeah, corn, corn the cob was. <laughs> uh, Brandon, with a classic birth already done, uh, give us give us your opinion of how you're going to prepare for it. You know, it's months and months and months away. Um, a lot of guys have different strategies on preparing for the classic. What what's your what's your strategy on preparing for the for the Bassmaster Classic in 2020? Well, really, like I mean, tournaments like the, the Classic to me, I mean, yeah, it's a bigger deal. But as far as preparation, I wouldn't prepare any different than I do for other tournaments. I don't I don't like to pre practice. I never do. Yeah. And uh, I do very little research before I get to a place. Wow. On, on purpose. Yeah. I do it on purpose. I what I like to do is actually fish like the first day of practice and see what I think about the place. And then that night I'll actually research the map a lot and things like that because I want to see what I think I need to look for and not look for it before I get to the lake. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. That's kind of the way I'm there. Wow. It's an interesting strategy. Yeah, that's that's really open-minded. I see it, though. Yeah. It's kind of like you've been fishing yeah. this year at the MLF. Yeah, I've been using I've, that scenario. I've been using a similar strategy, and it was weird because I was the reverse. I was always the guy that loved to pre-practice. I loved to research, uh, but I felt like with me switching to MLF this year with with a limited practice and with this new style of fishing where you had to fish for numbers, I I felt like I needed to switch to what you're talking about. So it's it's interesting that you're you're talking about that. Having a lot of success doing it. Yeah. But I get fearful that I'm going to pick the wrong area in that scenario. You know, like, man, I could just. And that happened. What's that That's now? What I, did it. I picked the wrong area at the Winyon, and it happened. <laughs> so it does happen. But it's just uh, the way I've done better. Well, yeah, yeah you, certain, you certainly have. I mean, four out of five, you've smashed them. Yeah. So. Uh, it's pretty, pretty, but, pretty hey, crazy. I, I want to. I want you to check your uh, calendar right now, what you're doing on May 30th at uh, 7 p.m. <laughs> we, we, I'd like to invite you. We're going to, we're going to, J- Justin Kimmel's going to reach out to you. You know JK. Um, and, I do. He fished with me one time. That's right. Yeah. It was a, I think he won a boat, a boat with me. He, wow. He did. It was, a, it was a very special moment for, for Justin. He speaks extremely highly of you in that moment because you know you guys were both in a position to win you drew each other out i think in a bfl it was a bfl and uh yeah you you had a you had a couple of mishaps and um but you know you went you decided to go fish deep and he had never been fishing deep and he commented you know, he told us that, you know, you took the time, you showed him how to drop shot, you left the sonar on for him to use. Wow. And, 
and he wound up winning that tournament and credits you exclusively for helping him and saying what an amazing individual you, you were for doing that for him. That, that's awesome. I, I knew that that was a big deal. That, that tournament, I think we were both leading and that, uh, that final day, I pretty much lost my opportunity that morning and uh, I knew I probably wasn't going to win deep, but we could spend 30 minutes, 45 minutes at the end of the day, and he could win. So that's what we did, and he, he got he got the victory. So, good. Wow. Pete, was that an All-American for him to win a boat at a BFL? Was, what, it was a regional. It was a regional. regional. BFL. Ah, okay. Yep. Regional. That's very cool. It's it, a cool story. Yep, that is a cool story. So, there, therefore, you got to come and be on Bash You Live. <laughs> On, on May 30th, we're gonna we're gonna see if you're free. We'll send you we'll send you a note. But we wanna we wanna dive in deep. We wanna talk to you about the blueback herring lakes, the herring spawn, ooh, the ooh. shad spawn. We want for our Bash University crowd. We we wanna dive in deep on those topics and and we'd love to do it with you if your schedule permits. Thursday, May 30th. Lock it. All right. Definitely. I'm available. Love it. Love it. Excellent. Uh, Brandon, I, I I can't thank you enough for joining us on Ike Live. Uh, very, very impressive. Uh, so happy for you. Two two wins like that, first year on the Elites. Uh, it's amazing. It's actually phenomenal. It's, it's phenomenal. It's amazing. And you still have a lot of season left. I wish wish you, wish you the best. Hope you, you succeed in the quest for AOY. Uh, before you leave us, l- let us know. There's a lot of people watching right now. That want to follow you, not just in your tournament fishing, but what you do every day through social media. You want to leave us with a couple handles that that uh, our viewers can follow along with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just uh, check me out Instagram and Facebook. It's Brandon Cobb Fishing, and uh, trying to get some YouTube stuff going, but it could be a little bit on that. So keep stay posted for the YouTube stuff, but Instagram and Facebook's where most of my posting goes. There you have it, uh, Brandon Cobb. Everybody, thank you, Brandon. Congratulations. Congrats. There you go, buddy. And good luck the rest of the year to you, too. Thank you. It's awesome, man. I'd love to win two. <laughs> I can't win two in ten years. Well, it's two in two months. You know you were one of the featured questions on the, the Bassmaster Live? Really? This When they were talking about the 100-pound, the century mark. Oh. I think, I can't remember exactly, but I think there was three or four people that had... 300 pound uh belt wow and you you were one of those uh, you were one of thank god for texas right speaking of 300 pound belts i'll show the people <laughs> what were you laughing at grizz leave it up there <laughs> There you go, 300-pound belts. That's our boy, Fat Cat. That's our boy, Fat Cat. All right, uh, Brian DeCarver, we're going to take a break. Sir, yes, sir. Okay, uh, let me tell you, everybody, hang in there. we got two great segments coming up. Of course, uh, we've got Jeff Little right here on the couch. We're going to be talking Torquedo. We're going to be talking a little kayak fishing. We're going to talk about a lot of kayak fishing a little later in the third segment. We're going to be doing MTB unboxing, and we're going to give away a lot of stuff. Hang in there with us. When we come back, more Ike Live. Is that Drake? Hi. Today we're going chest to chest in the Dr. Squatch lather test. On that half of Mike's impressive chest, we're rubbing him down with three name brand bars. The result? A sad, milky film of disappointment. How's that feel, Mike? You see, big soap cuts corners and strips out all the sudsy goodness in order to make production cheaper. But not Dr. Squatch. 
Don't worry, Mike. Dr. Squatch Soap retains all the natural ingredients, which creates a rich, foamy lather, leaving your skin healthy, soft, and clean. Ooh, looks like Squatch has taken over this peck party. How do you feel now, Mike? Dr. Squatch Natural Soap. When we say it lathers, it f***ing lathers. You deserve glorious lather. Take the lather challenge for yourself today. Four and a half inch drop shot worm. Bama bug. Finesse jig, PB&J, give me something hard. Hey, Debbie D here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerk bait and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about calculus. And he knows a lot about calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog. Exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass. And how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Is he in my pocket? This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics, too. There he is. Another one. Next cast. And that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm, I'm straight addicted. This might be bigger. You think so? Yeah. on your crappy jig and look where the stripers get it you can't even see it man that might be a keeper 